say, hey, a brand new episode of the Happy Productive Podcast is about to begin. It's time to be inspired by simple and actionable solutions for you and your business. If you're an established entrepreneur or just laying down the first brick of your future empire, the mantra is the same. We will flip any failure into a positive and use it to our advantage. This show is all about turning coal into diamonds with the right plan and mindset anything is possible. I'm Jennifer Dawn, your host, business coach, and founder of Best Planner Ever. And I'm here to help you achieve all your ambitious goals. Success is closer than you think. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's Happy Productive Podcast. I'm super excited because I have a fellow time management, productivity, coaching guru here on the show today. So we get to like geek out when it comes to productivity and time management, which I'm so excited. Jen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for having me. So excited to have you here. So just take a minute or two and tell all of our listeners who you are and what you do. Yeah. So I, my background is actually in social work. I am a licensed social work in the state of New York, and I've worked in the field for almost 20 years, which is crazy to say. And currently I am the CEO of my business, Kindfulness Coaching, and I am a social worker who worked really, really hard and probably not smart enough to find balance in my life. And now I'm coaching others just to kind of find the same and to learn what balance looks like, what it can be, and to get it for themselves. I'd love that so much. And I love the name of your business, Kindfulness Coaching, because when you want to work with a coach, you want somebody who's going to be kind, that you can have a good rapport with, I'm not sure if that's why you came up with the name, but I absolutely loved it. You know, even in in my past, like I've worked with some coaches who weren't very kind and they like shamed me and like made me cry on calls. And so just the name of your business is like, oh, that feels so nice. Like that's the kind of coach that you want to work with. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to work with clients who are the same as well. I think that's so important. And there's this saying that just goes back. I don't even know how long, like just be kind. You have no idea what somebody's going through in their life and what someone is struggling with. And just being kind can really make a difference in life, in the world, and just for one person. And so kindfulness is just kind of my motto and where my business and myself, where, where we strive to be. I love that so much. And especially in today's crazy world, I think we can use all the kindness that is absolutely available to us. We should absolutely be tapping into it. Yes. Okay, my dear. So you, you of course piqued my curiosity when you said you have five productivity hacks that you could share on our show today. So everybody who's listening, I know they're all going to love this because I love this too. So let's dive in. So let's do hack number one. So hack number one is, so sometimes people have a hard time with this because it's more of like figuring out what's actually going on. It's not just, this is a quick, easy fix. It's more part of the planning phase for you. And that is a time audit. And a time audit is really just sitting down and taking a look at your entire day and figuring out what you're actually doing and when. And I suggest for my clients, um, so I'll see a client and then I'll see him again the following week. And I suggest doing this for a week because it really helps people to just figure out where the gaps are, but also where the opportunities are. And so when people say, I just don't have enough time in the day, 
and you sit back and you look at your time audit, you can just kind of identify any trends or places where you could fit things in that maybe you weren't aware of. So a time audit is part of that planning phase that just gives us a little hint as to, okay, here's how we need to move forward. I love this so much. I'm doing a, a version of this right now, which is when you look at your time during the day, you ask yourself, how could I make that hour be more productive? Yeah. So even if like, you know, you're on a call and it's like, wait, could I have made that a group call instead of, you know, a one-on-one call? Or how could I have like delegated maybe in that time and, and that I was doing a project? What if I delegated three projects to other people? Now I could be more productive in that hour. So it's along the lines of that time audit. I love that so much. And even just starting now, look at every hour of your day and really where it's going. Now, if you did a time audit and you found that there were some hours of the day that let's say were wasted, what do you recommend that we do with that time? Yeah, so I think it's individualized. I think that one, it helps to have somebody else who's not doing it take a look at it with you. But I also think, you know, another piece of the productivity hacks are really identifying your priorities and what's going to be important for moving the needle forward on your day, in in your business, in your life. And so, you know, can we fit productivity? Can we fit priorities into those gaps or opportunities? Or is that an opportunity to take care of ourselves and do some self-care, you know, taking a walk or getting outside or, you know, stepping away from our computer for lunch? So I think it's really based, it's very individualized and it's going to be all about what your goals and what your priorities are. I love that. So is priorities one of the hacks? One of the five? Yes. Oh, I love it. I I love it. Love it, right? Yes. And (gasps) I, you know, I, I use my ABCs of productivity in the, in the, and my Jennifer Dawn planner, you know, I think that really identifying those priorities is the key because, you know, we, we always set these goals for our day and we just don't really have any attachment behind them. And when you tie them to a priority, it's just like, okay, this is why I'm actually doing this. And this is what it's going to do for me. And so, one, it, it helps you to move forward, but it also can help you really maximize your time and figure out what you should be doing. I agree completely, obviously, because I created the planner and the ABCs of productivity. And and you guys, if you're listening and you're like, what are those? Go back to one of the other podcast episodes because I think I have one and it's actually called ABCs of Productivity. But the thing I love so much about prioritizing and doing that A task every day is that you literally start to create a habit of getting out of your comfort zone, pushing Mm -hmm. past the fear, and of doing something that will move you forward. Not just the busy work, not the stuff we have to do, but you literally start to get into the habit of getting out of your comfort zone until it really isn't a big deal. It just isn't a big deal. And it becomes like now these days, it's just like, oh, okay, I push out of that comfort zone so naturally that it almost it almost flips and starts to be like, oh, geez, if I haven't pushed the my comfort zone a little bit, what is wrong? Like, I haven't done enough today. <laughs> right? And, yeah. And I, I think it helps you deal with a lot on your plate, too, because when you sit down at your desk and you're like, I have so much to do today, and you just, you know, like, take a step back and figure out, okay, what do I have to get done today? What's important for me to move myself forward? And, you know, it just helps to kind of, like, 
break that up a little bit. And so it's not that big, chunky, like I have all of this to do. Right. Exactly. Oh, I love this so much. All right, my dear. What's the next hack? A swallow the frog. So we, (laughs) isn't that a fun one? Like when I first heard swallow the frog, I'm like, what are people talking about? But so Mark Twain talks about, you know, if you swallow a frog first thing in the morning, you basically, that's the worst thing that can happen to you during the day. So nothing bad can happen. So taking that one big juicy piece of whatever you have to do that day and just doing it, getting it off your plate first thing in the morning. And it definitely sets you up for early success. So you can celebrate, okay, I got that done. Now, now what? And you can take advantage also of the most productive moment, you know, hours and moments of your day. And that's early in the morning. So swallow the frog, get your, your hardest task that you've been trying to put off forever that you don't want to do, get that off your plate first. Oh, I love this so much. And you know, a lot of our listeners are business owners. And I would say that in coaching, the two things I see the most are business owners who have fear around their financials and their finances. And then also business owners who hate marketing. <laughs> I don't know why I hear this all the time. It's like, I hate marketing and I don't want to deal with my numbers. Okay, great, you guys. So when we talk about swallow that frog, right? There's a great Brian Tracy book too. I think it's Eat the Frog, but um, he has a great book, Brian Tracy. And, you know, when we talk about that, I love it so much because it's like, you got to get those things. Like you need your marketing dialed in. You need to look at your numbers. And I know that often people don't want to deal with this. And so even if, you know, just the first part of the day, you know, you spend 20 minutes on your marketing or 20 minutes on your numbers or your cash flow or whatever that is, that can have such a huge impact. And then you do it and it's done. And then you can go to all the fun stuff that you want to do in your business every day. Exactly. It's those things that you know have to get done. And by putting them off and not doing it, you're either not moving your business forward or you're not moving yourself forward. Exactly. Exactly. And again, then once you get into the habit of doing the worst thing first, it's like the rest of the day, you're done with it. Yeah. It's so easy. (laughs) It is. It is. I like to um, work out first thing in the morning because I will tend to procrastinate my workout. And when I just go and I get it done and then the rest of the day, it's like, yeehaw, I don't have that like hanging over my head and weighing on me the rest of the day, feeling bad that I didn't do it. Yeah. And you'll always make an excuse for why you didn't do it if you keep waiting. Exactly. Exactly. So true. Oh, I'm having so much fun. What's the next (laughs) hack? I love it. I love it. (laughs) So I use time blocking as another hack. I think that, you know, Robin Sharma uses 60 minutes. Other people use 90 minutes, but your brain cannot continue on for more than 90 minutes. Like basically after 90 minutes, you're not retaining any information. So to think about it in terms of time blocking, either 60 or 90, I've worked with a couple of people with ADHD where 90 minutes has been a little bit hard for them. So we we mm-hmm. have done the 60 minutes or even 30 minutes, you know, depending on the person. So time blocking really helps you to use your time more wisely. And I, I like the term, you know, when we're multitasking and we're not planning for those time blocks, we're time swapping. And so, or we're, I'm sorry, we're task swapping. So we're just going from one task to another. And when you're time blocking, you can actually, you know, plan for and use your time more wisely. And then you have to take your break, of course. (laughs) Yes, exactly. You take that mental break. 
Yes. So taking that break, stepping away from your computer, whether it's, you know, again, going outside, taking a lunch, you know, just standing up and stretching, doing some chair yoga or whatever you need to do, like mentally unwinding from those 60 to 90 minutes of focused work and getting into that relaxation so you can go back into that productivity phase. Mm, I love that so much. And I've found with my time blocking, like I will tend to block out time in the mornings. Um, There's always this zone where like I usually get up at five. And then if I have to put my kid on the bus or whatever, that's around seven. So I have like this two hour window of where I just like to get up and nobody's calling me. Nobody, you know, I don't have to check my email. I've learned not to check it in that morning time. But I try to time block like the most important things that I want to do in those earlier morning hours. And that's when my brain works. And like after like, whatever, 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I think my brain just shuts down. (laughs) It's like, nope, I don't want to, I don't want to work anymore. And it'll just kind of stop working. And so I love to use time blocking in combination with what what your zone is. So like if you love to work at night, time block those hours when you're in your zone of genius. And I think when you pair time blocking with when you work the best, that can be a really powerful combination. Absolutely. And you know, there are studies out there about like the the you get the maximum productivity between the hours of like nine and noon. And so companies will actually, you know, that are are in tune with productivity will make sure their meetings are early in the morning so that people are paying attention and ready to take action. And so knowing when that time is for you, when your productivity is highest, is is like you said, absolutely gonna change the game. Oh, that's so smart. And I don't know if it was you who was telling me or somebody else. I was, I don't remember where it came from. And if it was you, great. Um, That was saying that like the most productive time is starting like Tuesday morning, Um, that a lot of people are not as productive on Mondays. And I have noticed this, like, I don't know if it's because of the weekend where I've relaxed and I'm in that like relaxed zone to like get my engines rolling again. I have a hard time getting rolling on Monday mornings. And so I've actually accounted for this in my planning that I I don't work those early hours on a Monday morning. Whereas Tuesday, I'm like, I'm rare, I'm ready to go. But usually on Mondays, like I don't even start getting more productive until later in the day. Try not to even schedule my first call until like noon because I just know myself on Monday mornings, I, I need that extra time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know that about yourself, you know, and so that might be something that you identify like in your time audit, like, Hey, Mondays just don't work for me. And I have to schedule things later. And Tuesdays are a day where I can work from 5am to, you know, noon and get everything done. So it it definitely differs by day. And it's crazy. Really is like Monday mornings and Friday afternoons, Friday after about I have a client at three on Fridays. And at by four, I'm just like, it's not happening. I cannot schedule anything else after that and Monday mornings. But the that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, man, it's like I'm in the zone on those days. And and if you guys are listening, like play around with it and figure out like what works the best for you. What might work for me or Jen might not be what works for you. And that's okay. But play around with the concept of time blocking and and doing it in your zone of genius and certain times of the day when you're just for crap, like don't schedule things during that time. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right. I think 
I think we did four. How many more do we have left? One more left. Okay. And this is my favorite because, you know, with a mental health background, burnout is something that has been come up for me personally. And it's been for a lot of women that I've worked with. And it's crazy. I saw a statistic that was like 79% of employees suffer from some kind of burnout, like mild, moderate, or severe. A lot of that is from the lack of boundaries. And boundaries have been so difficult for, I know myself, it took me a really long time to figure out what my boundaries were and how to implement them appropriately. And so just like in your in your life, when you need boundaries to you know, just, just be, you also need boundaries with your time. And it's so important to be able to, you know, say, these are my working hours. And these are the boundaries I have around my working hours. And also around phone and email etiquette, there's boundaries that you could set in regards to that as well. And so the ability to have the confidence to set those boundaries, that's what's going to help you kind of maintain the ability to be able to do all of these things. So without that, the rest doesn't happen. Wow, that's so powerful and so true because it really does in many ways comes down to setting our own personal boundaries. And so for a person that really struggles with this, it's just like a people pleaser, you know, has a lot of guilt, you know, doesn't want to say no to anybody. Where would you encourage them to start with setting their own personal boundaries around their time? Yeah. So I think one is, you know, identifying what the priorities are for you. You know, if the priorities are for you to have more balance, you know, figuring out, okay, here's what I want to do for me. And here are the things that I'm going to make, you know, a priority for me. When I see gaps in my day, when I see opportunities, I'm going to use these things in order to move myself forward and find that balance. And I I think that that's one is going to be really that personal development piece around, I deserve this. And, you know, I've been making other people and other people's priorities my priority but how do I make these my own? How do I figure out what I need in order to really integrate my life more effectively? And by by using these productivity hacks, you really learn how to get more time back to make yourself a priority. Yeah. And I think that sometimes there's a lot of power in deciding that you want to get these pieces of your life back, right? Yeah. Because there's so much power in your own intention. And when you decide, I'm not going to do it this way anymore. I'm like, really decide. Not like beating around the bush, you know, saying whatever everybody wants to hear. But you really decide, you know what? I am going to take back some of my time. I'm going to take care of my health. There's so much power in making that decision. And I think that decision does go hand in hand with setting a, a boundary, a personal boundary that you stick to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you just you know, once you take that step, it's like, okay, I've put it out there to the world. Like I'm going to start, you know, working out or I'm going to start eating better. Like use that accountability, like use an accountability buddy to just be there to support you in that process. And knowing that this is what you want, you have some accountability to go out there and get it. Absolutely. I We were talking about accountability earlier today. I was doing a training session and I was like, you know, guys, I totally get that accountability is like, ugh. It's like, oh, do I really want to do the accountability? Yeah. It's so not sexy. 
but that's the difference. That's the difference. Yeah. Like, and really, really successful people know this. Like, when they hold themselves accountable, and ideally, we're not talking about your best friend who will let you off the hook. We're talking right. about like, I'm paying a coach to hold me accountable, and you have yeah. skin in the game. That is when things are going to change for you. Yeah, you make an investment in yourself at that point. Exactly. And that changes everything. When you start to realize that you are important enough to invest in yourself, it really and truly is a game changer. Yeah. 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 I love this. Um, Earlier today, I was on a mastermind group and we on the group, you have to say, you know, what you're fired up about and what you effed up in the the previous week. And I just got back from a week in, in Cabo, Mexico with my daughter, which was wonderful. And when I said, you know, I had effed up was that I actually scheduled probably a little too much work while I was gone. And, and one of the things that the guy was leading the mastermind, he said, you know, Jennifer, a lot of gurus will say, you know, when you're off, you need to be completely off and you should have time completely away from work. And he was like, I actually don't believe in that. You know, sometimes working for an hour a day can be way better for your mental health because then you can click off, you know, you know, any fires that need to get put out or have gotten put out. And I realized this, like when I talk about work-life balance, like it's, it's the balance that's right for you. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't realize the resort in Mexico was going to be so fabulous. And then I've been like, yeah, I like totally should not be working while I'm here. But normally, <laughs> like an hour or two a day, and then I set a boundary of like, yeah, I'll, I, I like to get up early when everybody is still asleep, knock out an hour or two of my work, and then I'm done for the day. And then I go have a wonderful day. And for me, that feels really, really amazing. And the only reason I share this with you guys is, you know, set whatever boundary works for you. You know, if you need time completely away and you don't work at all, then do that. If you're like, hey, the boundary is I'm going to work an hour a day, even if I'm vacation. Great. If it's, you know, during your normal day to day, you cut off at a certain time. Or for me, I'm like, nope, I blocked my calendar on Monday mornings. Nobody can schedule on Monday mornings. And that just was a boundary that I had to set. I'm not working Monday mornings because I'm just, uh, trust me, guys, you don't want my brain on Monday morning. It's like mashed potatoes. (laughs) And it takes like, uh, it takes until at least noon for things to start cranking in again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Jen, when you finally start setting boundaries, does it get easier? It does. It really does. I think that when you first start, it's a new habit. It's a new routine for you. And you're going to try and talk yourself out of it because that's the easier thing to do. And, you know, we always get that self-doubt and that self-talk that goes on. And the more you do it and the more it becomes a routine for you, the easier it gets. And you're like, well, this is just what I do. And it's just like working that hour when you're on vacation, you know, this is just what I do. I have a power hour every morning and I'm going to knock it out and I'm going to swallow that frog and I'm going to have a great rest of the day. Yeah, I love that. You you made that sound really, really good. That's fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jen, you are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all of these great productivity hacks. I know everybody's going to love it. So um, please share where people can find you. Um, since we did, you know, talk about having a great accountability coach for, you know, your time management, you guys, if you want to find a really good one, Jen, where can they find you? They can find me at www.kindfulnesscoaching.com. I love that. Kindfulnesscoaching.com, you guys. So definitely look Jen up. And if you're like, hey, I need help with my time management, my productivity, or holding yourself accountable to setting some boundaries, uh, Jen would be a great person to talk to. I am your girl. 
I love it so much. All right, my dear, any final thoughts you want to leave with our audience? I think, you know, being kind to yourself. We, especially during the holidays coming up, being kind to yourself and making sure you're taking care of everything you need in addition to everybody else. Mm, I love it. Those are great final words, especially with the holidays. They can be a time of stress. They can also be a time of, you know, connection and gathering and gratitude and all of those wonderful things. So let's uh, set those boundaries and make it a good time for all. Yes. I love it. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Get out there and have a happy, productive day. Thank you. Bye. I hope you found today's episode of the Happy Productive Podcast inspiring. Every successful business is formed by a set of small, consistent, and attainable steps. If you want to learn more, come visit us at jenniferdawncoaching.com to take your next step and learn how to meet your business goals. On our website, you're going to find free resources along with links to the life-changing coaching programs that have transformed the lives of so many of our clients, including the Coaching Academy and our Unbreakable Retreats. Many of them started their journey by listening to this podcast podcast. That's it. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. This is the She Leads Podcast Network.